be back. Get away from her, you bitch! We all go a little mad sometimes. Welcome back. This is Sequel Harder, the podcast where we talk about great movies and their awful sequels. This is episode three of our mini-series, Sequel Failure, where we talk about movies that were supposed to be franchises, but sucked so bad they never got a second movie. Uh, my name's Dave, and once again, I'm joined by Eric. What? What am I seeing this on the screen here? This is Metascore 9. That's 9 out of 1,000, or 100, right? Uh, that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> There's no way that's out of 10. Yeah, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry for that yeah. terrible introduction. Metascore, all right. Uh, yeah, so if you hadn't guessed already, <laughs> the movie we're talking about this week is Battlefield Earth. came out in 2000. It's... The year 3000 AD, the Earth is lost to the alien race of Cyclos. Humanity is enslaved by these gold-thirsty tyrants whom are unaware that their man-animals are about to ignite the rebellion of a lifetime. I love that they put man-animals in. <laughs> the, the phrase that is said, I think it's like, it's like 28 or 38 times in this movie. Oh, it's gotta be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is a bad movie. This, this comes <laughs> to us via L. Ron Hubbard. Right. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard wrote this in the early 80s, and uh, apparently this movie only covers the first half of the book. So they, yeah, they that's were right. Clearly, yeah, yeah. They were, they were planning to make, to make a sequel, yeah. And might still be, for all I know. No, I don't think that. I think that. Well, you know what? Here's the interesting thing. I've read that John Travolta is, like, adamant in defending this. And is like... Yeah. He, what did he, how, he described it some way. He said it's the... It's the Schindler's List of sci-fi movies. He is so <laughs> proud of this movie. Like, so, <laughs> I think he once described it as like Star Wars, but better. Yes, yeah, that was the two. <laughs> it was Star Wars, but better, and then the Schindler's List of, of sci-fi movies. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and, and he said that if they ever re- made a remake or a sequel to this, he would be on board from day one. Yeah. It's funny how certain things give away how bad of a a good or bad taste an actor has, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so before this, of course, he had done this 70s and 80s stuff, Welcome Back, Cotter, and yeah. Look Who's Talking, and yep, the yep, Bubble yep. Boy, and all this kind of crap. And then Saturday he, Night Fever and he all got it. Right, Saturday Night Fever. He kind of fizzled away and then came back in 1994's Pulp Fiction. Yep. I think, did he get nominated for Pulp Fiction or something? Like I don't know if he got nominated. He won a Golden but Globe People or liked his right? performance in it. They yeah. liked his performance, but... And he did a good performance, but only because Tarantino like loved him so much from growing up, and he coaxed that out of him. Yeah, you know? and he wrote a good character for him. And then you know, of course, that brought his career back for the next six years. I, I see what you happened. mean in that. In that, like, here's the thing. Yeah, if if you let John Travolta just run the show, then it might not be the performance you get this out of Tar- out get. of Tarantino <laughs> being like, "I want the best of you." Yeah, yeah, like. John Travolta, if he's just if if this is his movie, he pretty much pushed for it to get this made. He's the producer on it. He probably it's like it's almost like he's just unchecked like fantasy of how he sees this and yeah. So this is what this is what he makes when he has (laughs) the money, right? And this is and he defends it vehemently. (laughs) Uh, There, 
you know, you can, I don't know. So you can tell that he has no taste <laughs> whatsoever. Um, every, what about, what else? Okay. We can't say that without knowing what else he's, he's pushed to have made. Check, check his IMDb. See if he's got any like producer credits on anything else. We'd have to look at this carefully because they, they'll throw producer credits at anybody. Sure. But, um, six, six credits. credits. Oh, Gotti. That that got reviewed poorly, too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's Battlefield Earth and the, She's So Lovely, the executive producer from 1997. Speed Kills, Criminal Activity, American Crime All I can Story. say is that he was masterful in Michael, <laughs> where he played an angel with, sure, with, I, angel with an edge. I kind of remember liking that. Yeah, it was okay. Well, yeah. we've talked about this. It's uh, Annie McDowell, man. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll watch her read a phone book. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so of course Travolta is a Scientologist, and he was a Scientologist since the mid seventies. So when this book came out in the early eighties, he just he, he, like we say, we, he's been wanting to make this movie since then. Yeah, there were announcements in the eighties that it was getting made, and then it never happened. Franchise Pictures, which apparently specialized in taking pet projects of celebrities that weren't wasn't going anywhere, really? and, then, and then making the movies. Uh, I heard cheap. This, this was a package with two other movies. Yes. And the, the other. T- the other two movies were actually like big things. They were pretty – I forget. I, I read that too. I don't remember what they were, but they were better than this. Yeah. And so Franchise got a hold of this and what their MO was like, OK, we'll make this movie. You're not going to get paid as much. You're, yeah. You as in the celebrity and we'll make this uh, for cheap. Yeah. Right? But we'll get it done. And they did that with several things. But still, I, I remember reading that like Travolta's – like the, the, the Barry Pepper's complaint of this movie – was that uh, that uh, there was very little money left for any of the effects or anything else because Travolta's budget or Travolta's pay got took a huge chunk oh, of yeah. the budget. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing was so like they did stuff like the whole nine yards, um, Battlefield Earth. Yeah. Of course, get Carter right. The, the yeah 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 Stallone thing. That was Stallone, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah yeah. yeah. There was another. Oh, Fear dot com. <laughs> oh wow, weird. Uh, the whole ten yards. Um, whole ten. Yeah, whole ten yards was was part of the package, and then what was the other one? Well, that wouldn't have been. That was uh, so the whole nine yards was part of the package. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the whole nine yards. Yes. Uh, yes the, uh, Big the Kahuna, whole, maybe. No, no, it was. Uh, Ar- I think it was. Ar- I think it was Art of War, and oh, okay. then uh, whole nine yards were the two that it was packaged with. Right. So, and and they were packaged to this company, this German company, Entertainment AG, who was going to fund. Part, yeah, and the, right? the other thing I read was that they lied about the budget. Right. Yeah, they told them that. They would be paying forty seven percent for all these three movies, yeah. and the budget for this one was seventy six million or whatever. Yeah. But the budget turned out to be a lot less. So, yeah. so entertainment ended up paying seventy eight percent or whatever, rather than the forty nine percent. Yeah, and they sued them and put franchise out of business. Yeah, they sued them and they won like one hundred and forty million dollars yeah. out of them or something. Yeah. yeah. So, so this movie was spelled the end for franchise, which is funny. Like um, Superman, what was it? Superman four was spelled the end for canon films. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they finally made this movie. Apparently, the story is uh, alien. These cyclos came to Earth, destroyed, just just defeated everybody. I think there's some line in there about how quick it was, how quickly they defeated yeah. everybody. Um, it's a thousand years later. The cyclos have been mining the Earth for apparently gold, um, maybe among other things. They don't explain that till like near the no, end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they they've been here for a thousand years. They never found Fort Knox. 
That's what I was like. Yeah, that, it's like, <laughs> the, okay, there's the point where like Travolta's character takes Barry Pepper's character Johnny or whatever on this like tour of like the Capitol and like this was the this was the capital of your people and yeah. or no, he takes him to the Denver Library. Yeah, it's like in like this this is like the re- history and records of their people. At nope, and, and he claims that he's like he's like an expert on like human history and all that. Then you never knew about Fort Knox, who's which is mentioned in how many movies? Right. And like yeah, yeah. So. None of this movie makes sense. Yeah. None of the cinematography makes sense. Like the sense – you never get a sense of place as to where you are. They're just cutting to different things and you never know yeah. how they relate to anywhere else. But did you see that the cinematographer said this is the smallest budget he's ever seen uh, for lighting department? Really? In a movie <laughs> that he's ever done? Uh, I guess that's why it's all dark and blue. Well, then, he's, then he was like – like they made the decision to shoot everything with like weird Dutch angles. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. He, he decided to do Dutch angles on everything. Because it looked more comic booky, yeah. And man, I noticed in the first like five minutes, I was like, "Enough with the Dutch yeah. angles already!" Just make me sick to explain. I've actually had someone tell me who listens to this podcast that they're like, "You need to explain filmmaking terms sometimes." Fair so, enough. Yeah. So Dutch angles is basically like it's like crooked framing. So yeah. like the camera sort of turned maybe like ten degrees or something. Yeah. Like rotated. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So the so horizons, horizons are off. Flat, yeah. Right. Yeah. And. Normally, that's done once in a while as a as like a perspective, a perspective, thing or, or a, like, yeah. a, to, to to be jarring, yeah. right? Because it's very jarring, and yeah, like horror movies will do it. Horror sometimes. movies, yeah. classically, the old Batman series yeah. and the Gotham series. We were talking about that off air. Yeah. Like they they use Dutch angles very effectively, right? This whole movie is Dutch. This <laughs> whole movie is Dutch angles. And there was a quote I was reading about reviews of the movie when it came out. It was like the cinematographer had heard about what that Dutch angles were, but didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you hear about this new thing? Let's use it on everything. Everything is Dutch angled. Everything's off. So uh, directed by Roger Christian. What has he done? He hasn't directed anything else that we've heard of. But he was the second unit director on Return of the Jedi. That's right. I heard that George Lucas recommended him for this. He did. Uh, He was a set decorator on Star Wars. He was an art decorator on Life of Brian. Yeah. So – and this, I guess, was his first big uh, directing thing. So the budget – and here's the thing. The budget, according to IMDb, was $73 million, but I believe that's the lie. That's the fake yeah, budget. Yeah. It was a lot less than that. I, I, I heard it was somewhere around like 40-something. Right. So it was like $30 million less than what they said it was. Right. What do you think it grossed? Oh, God. Uh, $18 million. Pretty close. 21 Yeah. And only eight worldwide. <laughs> That's terrible. It's yeah. You got to try to get that low of a budget. That like, is amazing. That's got to be one of those things where okay, keep in mind this is two thousand, so the the world market it probably came out like two months after everywhere else outside the United States. That just means that the reviews had to be so terrible that everywhere else in the world is like, yeah, I'm going to skip this one. Like, yeah, uh, I was reading that like as soon as it was doing so poorly, they just started pulling it yeah. from from theaters. Um, you don't get – I mean I had to keep calling him blonde guy because you don't get anybody's name. Yeah, you don't, you don't get Johnny's name until 45 minutes right. into the movie. Right. Yeah. And by that time, I didn't care. Which um, is weird that it's like this weird post-apocalyptic world where like – why is his name Johnny? And, and it's Johnny and, Good Boy. And, 
It's like, yeah. Like, Johnny there, Good Boy so, Tyler. Okay, there's so many. Good Boy Tyler. Why Why the Tyler? I don't understand. <laughs> why do people have last names? They're living in caves. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, we've, we've, we've reverted to some sort of like almost 10,000 BC like lifestyle. Yeah. And, but, but his name's Johnny. Like, they can't remember certain phrases. Like, they use piece of cake yeah. all the time. Yeah. Piece of cake. Piece of cake, piece of cake, piece of cake. <laughs> They've like, never had cake. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> at some point, everyone started using it, and I was yeah. like, the, the phrase piece of cake, and I was like, did I miss something where, like, Johnny read that in a book or something, and, like, now he's using it so everybody else is? Right. But no, I guess not. I think that it's just like... They were using it before he went to the library. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I guess you could explain it. It's like, oh, it's one of those turns of phrases that... Lost its meaning. Lost its meaning or lost its literal meaning. Yeah. Uh, but just kept its figurative meaning. Yeah. I could sort of see that, but just stop. Just stop. It was said... So, like, that was that was the yeah. problem was there was just so many... like. Man, animal, and like piece of cake. Like it's yeah. almost like a computer wrote this story, right? And, and it had like a dictionary def, like a dictionary that was like one fiftieth the size of a normal one. Yeah, like and it just kept reusing the same phrases and words <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. Um, again, with the cinematography, they kept using those sort of slow mo shots that were not filmed. So, so when you, oh my right. God, yes! So, oh, please! So, yes, to explain because, how did, when when you see a slow motion effect in in film, the camera has to when it's filming, it has to run at a faster rate, yeah. to be able to slow it down without it looking all crappy. It's usually like a hundred yeah. frames per second, yeah, hundred twenty, twenty four frames per second. Yeah. So when you shoot something regularly at twenty four frames a second and then slow it down and post, it gets very choppy. The only way the only way the computer can do it is by duplicating frames, right. so things seem very strobe like, right? And, and yeah. so. There's a lot of that in this film. And there's so much that, slow motion. Some oh, silent oh, yeah. slow motion. Silent slow motion. But there's so much of that choppy slow motion yeah. that you think, oh, they they don't know what they're doing with the slow motion. But then there's like actual regular slow motion yeah. where they did overcrank yeah. the camera. Yeah. So it's like the editing is so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like the director just – yeah. They, they, it's like the cinematographer just learned about Dutch angles and right. then the director just learned about like impactfulness of slow motion. Right. And they, were, they got together and they were like, well, I want Dutch angles and I want slow motion. Let's put them together yeah. in one and Like movie. you were saying with the silent stuff, there's these action sequences that should have sound or music or no. something and it's just silent or it's – or, or or it should have sound, but there's just music playing. It's just like a like low music, yeah. very slow low music. So he get uh, Johnny gets caught by the cyclos, and he shoots one of them. He grabs a gun and shoots one of them. And John Travolta comes out, and he's like, and his underling tells him that the the, the man, man animal shot yeah. shot the other guy, and he can't believe it. And I'm like, okay, you've been using men, animals, people as slave labor for a thousand years. Not one of them has picked up a tool and used it yeah. before. Not, none of the major plot points make any sense in this movie and none of the minor ones too. Yeah. Either. Going forward now, I'm trying to refer to everybody as man animals. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> the boots. The, oh, so the boots, the the cyclos, boots and the hands. Uh, the cyclos are supposed to be 10 foot tall and have an extra finger on their hands, yeah. right? And they've got these weird misshapen heads that have points on the back or whatever. It looks like almost like an alien, like the, like a yeah. xenomorph. Xenomorph like a little head, bit. Yeah. Right. Or a little more predator-ish, I guess. But yeah, in the beginning. Long, long, elongated, elongated, right. Yeah. So, in, so, you know, if you look at how 
something like Lord of the Rings was made, they'd use midgets like and force perspective, force perspective yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Here, they just gave the Cyclos stilts. Stilts. John Travolta was on four foot stilts. Boots. Like for, right. Yeah. It just looks dumb. They're just walking around in ski boots the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Because you can see that their foot is going to be halfway up that boot. So they had to make the boot wide enough for the to conceal the foot. And it's, yeah. The man animals who have been living as cave people for a thousand years are remarkably clean shaven. Dude. Okay. Okay. There was that. Yeah. There kept being weird inconsistencies in the facial hair. The one that bothered me the most was that I remember when, when he, in the very beginning, when he's like riding off and he's leaving his village behind, he's got the most like ratty hair ever where it's just sort of like, it's dirty. And it's like, 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 what do I want to say? Like, um, it's dirty and just matted, matted and knotted up and everything. Uh, and then, like a couple scenes later, it's like perfectly flowing and clean. Yeah, but he's got like, those two little like braided pigtails yeah. or something. And then at some point in the middle of the movie, when he's starting to do his plan, yeah, he cuts off a lock of his hair for some reason. Yeah, and then the next couple scenes, while they're you know getting the gold or whatever, his hair's in this weird. It looks like he's cut a lot of it off, but yeah. he's. But it looks even worse because he's got these weird stuff sticking out. And then a couple of scenes later, it's back to the way it was. Yeah. So I just feel like they shot that stuff out of sequence and didn't really think about continuity. So the the second half of the movie is them executing on this plan to get back at the Cyclops. Yeah. So I don't want to explain it all, but John Travolta's character sends Johnny and his friends out into Denver or the mountains, the Rocky Mountains, to mine for gold for him. Yeah. And he's going to use that to bribe – the home world to get him off this planet because he doesn't yeah. like being here. Apparently, and I didn't get this until I read something. I guess I missed where they said it. He's stationed on Earth because he did Senator's the, daughter. Senator's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to leave you here for 50 cycles. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it yeah. was so ridiculous. He, they were like, he was like, this is how bad the writing is in this, is where like John Travolta thinks that he's about, he thinks his ten, he's only assigned to be the head of security on Earth for like a couple years or something. Right. And he's talking to like his superior. And the whole thing is, it's like, it's very like uh, Tyrell Corporation ish, where they're like, like, oh, it's a mining corporation and that's why they're there. And, and he's like, and John Travolta does this big, like, like expository thing where he's like, "That's why we've decided not to keep you here for another five cycles." <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. I, I don't know if I could have kept my sanity to be here another five cycles. We've decided to keep you here for another fifty cycles. With endless options for renew. With endless options for renew. With endless options for renew. I'm so glad I'm getting out of here. If I had to be here for at least even five more cycles, it would be like I would blow my brains out. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we won't leave you here for five more cycles. And they all laugh. And he's like, we're going to leave you for 50 cycles. It, oh, it was terrible <laughs> it was like he set up this like terrible joke that, right yeah and uh and then we have forrest whitaker oh man and i i read he regrets being in this yeah and he's not good i mean i don't yeah. like him in anything no and this is terrible yeah 
so he so and yeah back to to Travolta so he hates being here because he went to the academy or whatever and he's upper class yeah. so he shouldn't be stationed here as as security he should be yeah. in the senate or whatever and he keeps he shitting should be on, out conquering new worlds yeah he, he keeps wants. shitting on Forrest Whitaker because he's a lower class guy yeah but he's been training him to take over for when he leaves yeah. But then they don't like each other and they're backstabbing each other and trying to plan against the home world. And, and there's the video that he makes to, to blackmail. And it's just like – it just keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that this, this movie just has too much explanation to it to explain things. But then it does a poor job of explaining it. Like the scenes just drag on and on of mm-hmm. John Travolta basically just talking about how he's a genius – and that, like, he's mastermind this plan and then just explains the plan in detail constantly. Yeah. And the he uses this sort of matrix training thing to, to train Johnny Goodboy into, A, learning the Cyclo's language, and then, B, like, how to pilot things and how to do all oh, this stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's – I guess – the point was so that Johnny, Johnny Goodboy learns to speak uh, the language. Right. Yeah. The the point was that he wants him smart enough to mine gold for him so that he can bribe his way off planet. But he ends up making Johnny smart enough to lead a revolution. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, Johnny's like teaching like math to like the other. Yeah. So, and I get like. If this took place over a longer period of time, it's like, okay, I've But I think it taught- does. That's the problem. No, it- no because they, they leave him in, in Fort Knox for two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Right. But that's the thing. So they leave him in Fort – well, they leave him – no. They leave him in Denver or yeah. in the Rockies right, for yeah, two weeks. They leave him in Denver for two weeks. With a ship. So they fly to Fort Knox and they get They kept gold. flying everywhere, dude. They fly yeah. to Texas and get Harrier jets. They fly to Washington, D.C. They fly D. to Washington, D.C. They fly all over the country getting stuff that they need for the revolution. And not only in two weeks, these cave people learn yeah. how to fly Harrier jump jets. Yeah. And do, you know. Whose fuel would not be good. Fuel would not be good. The, the no. parts would probably have rusted. And How is anything powered? Yeah. How are any lights working? <laughs> I never thought about that one. That one's you, you went too deep there for right? me on that one. The freaking rubber tires on the jump jets would yeah. be d- yeah. dissolved by. I mean, nothing in this movie makes any sense. Yeah, so so they spend two weeks, and he they so Travolta's character wanted him to, to dig up a bunch of gold so they could send it back to home and bribe people. He gives him the gold from. Fort Knox. Fort Knox, which is all in bar form. Yeah. And, and he's like, hey, how come this is in bar form? Why is it in bars? I, I assume, sir, that a cyclo of your refinement wouldn't, wouldn't settle for anything as coarse as raw ore. Really? Since you rat brains have had enough extra time to smelt it into bricks, I will now expect the rest of the gold in seven days. Yeah, like I said, the the they try to work in what they think is clever dialogue, but then they go to explain it too much. Yeah, like the scene where he, John Travolta is like, like you know Johnny Good Johnny Good Boy. His his girlfriend, which there's only one, there's only like two women in this entire movie. Yeah, and they have the most small bit parts ever. They're just basically like either like a like a, a cohort to to yeah. Do you recognize her? Yeah, it's, it's, it's his wife. It's his yeah. wife, Kelly Preston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which she does this weird thing where she. I almost turned the movie off when she started like <laughs> licking him. <laughs> I was like, and then I read that they they crafted that scene together. Of course, like I was like, okay, I'm done with this, but um. 
And like so so he just Travolta just has these lines where he thinks it's so clever and then he explains the cleverness of them. Like uh they put the exploding collar on Johnny Goodboy's like girlfriend, right. her neck, and he's like, Please don't kill him. Please. Fine. As a gesture to our new working relationship, I will grant you this one request. I won't kill him. But you may never ask of me anything again. I promise. As I said, I won't kill him. Pleasure. I never said that someone else yeah. wouldn't do it. It's, like, it's terrible. And again, I said this to you earlier. I was like, it's almost like he, he created this accent that he perfects and uses later for Goldmember in, in Austin Powers. It's this weird, almost like Dutch sort of like accent of like everything that I'm saying. It's like, oh, I can't take it. And he just he yeah. thinks that he's like the smartest thing in the world and and then everything that like when he's arguing with the bartender another example oh yeah where the bartender's like you promised me that if i gave you information that you wouldn't like if i kept giving you information you wouldn't put this thing that i did wrong in the record and he's like and i promised you that as long as you kept giving the information i wouldn't put it in but i'm leaving and you won't be giving me information anymore so i'm putting it in the record and the um he's got the uh the spice cameras everywhere. Yeah. Security yeah. cameras. And, you know, Forrest Whitaker's like, well, you said we wouldn't use those cameras to spy on us. And he's like, yeah, we didn't. I did. Yeah. I said that you, we couldn't, meaning you, not me. It's <laughs> right. like, yeah. And every time he turns on those cameras, they, they spin and, and like zoom out yeah. a little bit. It's like, and he, he catches Forrest Whitaker incriminating himself. It's like, look up the cameras now, like moving toward That's you. The thing. Yeah. Like, apparently this idiot, Johnny Goodboy, yeah. notices the cameras based on like the sound of them spinning, but apparently this higher being, of of uh, you know cyclo doesn't notice the as it zooms in. <laughs> right. when he knows what cameras are and where they are yeah 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 so Johnny Goodboy has basically ingested all of human knowledge and cyclo knowledge yeah. in the last two days and is smarter than everybody now Johnny Goodboy yeah. Johnny Goodboy Taylor or Tyler Tyler yeah yeah so he leads the re- the revolt they uh, they. Fly the Harrier jump jets in, and and of course they're navigating all over the country. I don't know how they're finding anything. Yeah, it's I know. Like it, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, the guys. The guys so dumb that he's looking at a paper map and doesn't realize that the lines between states aren't actually lines on the ground. He's like, oh, we can't be in D.C. yet. We haven't crossed this line. You know? I didn't pick that up. And by the, and and these people are the same ones that are then flying jets. God, um, these Dutch angles are terrible. Oh we're, we're, we've God. got it playing right here, and it's. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, you know, like crane your neck to like. Yeah. So they they managed to. So I guess the the idea is the cyclos can't breathe Earth atmosphere. Yeah. And the Earth people can't breathe the cyclos. So they've got a dome over their city that has cyclo friendly atmosphere. Yeah. And it. what is these weird nose things? That Everybody's they got the nose things yeah. that allows them to breathe in each other's atmosphere. And that that plays a part in a couple of scenes where they don't. You know, they don't. They're trying to kill good boy and they like shove him into the thing with no nose plugs and bet how long he's gonna last okay so why here's my question why does john travolta and and forrest whitaker look like kind of normal human beings but then there's other ones that look like they're like 
part rat or something. Yeah, there's like different styles of cyclos. Yeah. I didn't know. I don't like they never explain it. Like they I could see no. it'd be like if it's a Star Trek thing, I could see, oh, there's different breeds of alien or yeah. whatever. But they just never address it at all. And also, why? answer me this. Here's the <laughs> slow motion. Why, why in the beginning do we see these weird – okay, so everyone's firing guns with their cyclo guns. Yeah. But then there's like these weird like blasts of energy or like well the cyclone guns have like two yeah the nozzles bo- yeah or the whatever. bottom one's like, like one some of, sort of like yeah one of them's like a bullet thing, or yeah. something the other one's just more like a, a laser bolt or a stun thing something. or and it's it's some sort of like pressure yeah. wave or something yeah and they're like there's dials you can tell them to set for stun or kill or whatever so when uh, Johnny first gets into this like when he first is in the beginning movie he's like uh, meeting up with these uh, other guys and they're like exploring or whatever and he uh he like they're in a mall and he like walks through this glass cuz he's never seen glass before yeah and it's like oh, okay you don't seen glass before but this glass was dirty and had shit all on it and water running <laughs> down it it's like you didn't see the water running down it come on dude i know and all these bar scenes it's it, oh, it, it, yeah. it just reminded me of like all the terrible things about the prequels of Star Wars, yeah, where it's like there's just so much like political talk in this movie where you're like, oh, yeah, God, come on, I don't care. Hey, well, the director's from Phantom Menace. No, yeah, like it's like that's what people want, right? They want to like have some sort of space C-SPAN. <laughs> exactly. So by the end. They've destroyed the city and they've blown up the home world. So that was the thing. They kept planning this. And I was like, what are you talking about? His laughs. Oh! <laughs> it's, it's uh, so, he's so hammy in this. <laughs> Shoot you, my most trusted colleague. Of course not. We have work to do. Tomorrow morning, we must warn the planet ship of the mutiny. What mutiny? The one that you're going to pretend is in the works, like your life depended on it. Because it does. If the worker revolt takes place, my informants tell me that the first order of business is to separate you from your head. Which is why there will be no revolt. I am authorized. Right, so they're like going to f- claim there's a revolt because yeah. this guy is the. Uh, the head fat, of the planet, the fat net guy, governor head, or whatever, yeah. and like he, he doesn't look anything like them. I know that's so weird. This, yeah. Is. And those guys, like the guy on the right there, he doesn't look anything like any of them. Yeah. So by the end, they've destroyed the city. They they, li- there literally is two m- women in this movie. Yeah, that's about it. Well, three. There's like that chick. Well, there's the. Uh, well, I just mean like the, oh, that it has lines. any lines. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It's good boy's girlfriend and uh, Travolta's and, and wife. Travolta, yeah, Kelly Preston. Um, so by the end, they've there's because there's a teleportation thing, and they teleport a guy back to the Cyclo homeworld with a dirty bomb. Yeah. That takes, I guess, because they know it's going to react with their their, their atmosphere, atmosphere, the radiation there, and they're, they're like super susceptible to like. That's why like humans have been hiding out in like areas of the United States with like radiation. Right, I it, mean, inter- I, it interrupts their nose things, their nose uh, technology. Sure. <laughs> so by the end, the only two cyclos left are Travolta and Whitaker, and Whitaker's working with the humans now. Yeah. And Travolta, they lock up in a cage in Fort Knox, just so he can look at all his, all the gold that he can't have. Tantalized by his right. gold, right? And so that's that's definitely what they set up for the sequel, right? Yeah. I don't know what happens in the rest of the book, and he's going to get leave. out or something. Yeah, and, sure. Yeah. Why not? 
And I guess, well, the reason they left them alive, they said, was that because there could be other planets that have been colonized by the Cyclos who might come after them. Yeah, and they'll use him as a bargaining chip. Yeah, uh, something like Because he's the reason their home planet was destroyed. Yeah. The, 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 I can't get over that nose technology stuff because it's like, it's literally just rope hanging from their nose. <laughs> like some sort of like yeah. braided yeah. black rope. Like, it's not like it's, if you got like... Even some sort of piece of metal and you put it in your nose. It's just like it like it's like a some sort of frame and a rope that hangs. Yeah, it's like this like there's there's there nothing. is something going in his nose, but but you don't like what is it? What's going yeah, where what do is, the ropes go and what do they do? And yeah. I wanna know more. <laughs> uh yeah. So that's about all the plot involved. Just, I knew this movie was terrible in the first five minutes when Barry Pepper was just like at the fire, like dancing around, talking about. Oh yeah. Like, Has anyone here ever seen one? A demon, uh, a monster, a beast. Yeah. He doesn't like, believe in the demons. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. He's like jumping around, like throwing sand everywhere. <laughs> it's like, was like, what is this movie? It's like, what did I just agree to do in watching this? Yeah, this was hard to get through. So the year this came out. It tied Showgirls for the most number of Razzies yep, won, yep. which was eight. Yeah. And then uh, sometime later, it got another one for Worst Picture of the Decade, which gave it first place in the Razzies, but then, and that, which was nine, and then uh, finally lost out to Jack and Jill, which yeah. got ten Razzies. <laughs> Which I'll I'll go for because uh, Adam Sandler's the worst. I would rather watch this than Jack and Jill. Uh, yeah, probably. All right, so we've talked about what's terrible about it. So what's uh, what do you, what would we do to to fix it? To fix it, or where, where do you, or two to, more sequels? Where do you see to do it? Two more goes? sequels. Well, clearly they set it up so that Travolta is still alive and he could be an enemy in the yeah. next one. So. Some other band of cyclos comes from another planet yeah. and attacks. That's one way to go. And then, uh, yeah, you, uh, you've got John Travolta, who's now some sort of pariah and is hunted by his people. And they blame Does him. Does he have to band together with, with our... The, with the, the, yeah. And then the cyclos are, are yeah. hunting him and the, and the man animals. And the man animals don't like Travolta, but he has to redeem himself somehow. Yeah. And, oh, they spend another two weeks to learn how to uh, fly into space. Yeah. Because they can do that. <laughs> well, it's, but it's weird that, like, they just teleport everywhere. It's like, that was seemed like such a, like, yeah. a shortcut to, like, well, we need to get this bomb to to the other planet to blow it up. And it's obviously any technology that's going to fly there is going to take forever. We'll just teleport him there. Right. If you've got teleportation. I guess you need to have, you need to spend the time getting there, then build the platform for the other end of the teleporter. Right. And then you can do back and forth sure. teleportations. Are you saying like, why didn't they just teleport to Earth? Well, I guess if you, if you've got teleportation technology, that solves so many other problems. Yeah. Or, especially, or, yeah. especially the stupid shortcut they made in the new Star Trek movie where they were like, oh, well, you can just teleport the ship anywhere you want. Right. Or teleport someone to the other. Oh. I figured out a math equation that allows me to teleport to the other side of the galaxy. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, you just took something that was, like, meant to be a, like, limiting factor of... Just to get people onto the planet quickly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like you took something that, like, the TV series was like, well, this is, teleporter's too powerful. Like, why do they need spaceships if they're, like, so let's yeah. just go ahead and say that it only works for X number of distance. 
Oh, but then in the movie, all of a sudden, it's now it's just possible to teleport anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And you're not teleporting. You're actually destroying the thing and rebuilding it somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I wrote down things I would do to fix it. I would, I would love to hear this. Uh, well, I mean, you could go a long way by losing the Dutch angles. <laughs> Never making the movie. Losing Travolta and Whitaker. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a big one. Travolta should not be in Yeah. This. And then just give the characters names. <laughs> but names not Johnny Goodboy, right. and Taylor, Tyler. Explain the plot better. Yeah. It also does not need to be a two-hour movie. No. It's like two hours and five minutes. I'd cut it down. Cut it down to like... 145 yeah especially if you're gonna do two of them yeah and then just yeah make it you you don't need to explain all the politics of it of the cyclos and the and their history and this and that and and then you give the sequel to uh, ryan johnson <laughs> <laughs> with with the caveat that he can take it anywhere he wants to take mm-hmm. it all right what do you rate this pile of garbage <sighs> two yeah, it's not unwatchable, but it's no. It's I mean, okay, it's, <laughs> it's terrible, but it's it looks like a movie. I'll give it that. It's not like, uh, it? yeah, almost. I mean, it's not like The Room or something. <laughs> yeah, I would rather watch The Room, of course. That's, well, that's true. Yeah, uh, I I gotta give it a two. I gotta give it a okay. two. I can't I can't give it a one. I don't even I don't even know what kind of movie would be a one. I to me, this is the kind of movie that gets a one. It's, <laughs> I just I can't find anything redeeming. It's not even fun to watch. No, like, in, it's in not, a bad way. It's not funny. It's not even funny in a bad yeah. way. It's not. It's not. Doesn't have any good dialogue to it. The cinematography and the acting is terrible. The only thing, and I almost gave it a two, just because Travolta and the director really committed to it. Like they thought they were doing something. They thought they were doing Star Wars, but right, better. and they really just went with it. They they. I mean, all this stuff is like. It's what they wanted. I mean, everything they, all the decisions were everything bad. Everything they wanted was bad, <laughs> but they got exactly they what went they wanted. Through, they went for it, yeah. you know? And I gave them, I gave them credit for that, although uh, not much. IMDb gives it a two and a half out of ten. Yeah, okay. What do you think Rob? I want, I, want to, I want to talk to somebody who, like, gives this movie, like, an eight. There was a thing. I was reading, like, Wikipedia on this, and there was... And they they had a lot of great quotes about the terrible reviews yeah. that it got, and they're like, "But not all reviews are bad." And there's like a couple of people that gave it positive things and said good things about it. It was really interesting. I feel like it had to be like some sort of joke review where someone was like, "It's better than Star Wars." It's the Schindler's <laughs> List. Yeah. Who would you give it to? You said uh, uh, not, you said jokingly, Ryan Johnson. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know who I'd give it. I mean, basically anybody but who did it. Yeah. <laughs> would be better. I could do a better job at it. Yeah. Um, I'd want to give it to a '90s Roland Emmerich, not not modern, oh yeah. not modern Roland Emmerich, but like Independence Day, Stargate, totally play, uh, Roland Emmerich. I love. There's some a million monkeys with a million crayons would be hard pressed <laughs> in a million years to create anything as cretinous as Battlefield Earth. Oh God. When I felt better about everything was when George Lucas and Quentin Tarantino and a lot of the people that I felt knew what they were doing saw it and thought it was a great piece yeah. of science fiction. <laughs> yeah. So Tra- Travolta thought that Lucas and Tarantino liked it, which yeah. 
They never said. Here we go. Roger Christian has learned from better films that directors sometimes tilt their cameras, but he has not learned why. <laughs> Leonard, was it, go up, Leonard Malton rated the film a bomb in his book, Leonard Martin's Movie Guide, writing clumsy plot, misplaced satire, unbelievable coincidences, <laughs> and a laden pace trample. Travolta's weird but amazing performance. Yeah. Uh, John Stewart mocked the film, describing it as a cross between Star Wars and the smell of ass. <laughs> Um, not even clever. That's right. The reviews were not uniformly negative, though. Here, Bob Graham of the San Francisco Chronicle said that the film effectively presented the wary, uncomprehending relationship between the humans and the cyclos. What's the, I think, okay, uh, New, uh, New Times LA wrote, think Independence Day without the ponderous buildup or self-importance. Imagine how much more enjoyable the post-intelligence, was it? Intelligencer? Imagine how much more enjoyable the other blockbuster of the moment, Gladiator, oh. might have been if Joaquin Phoenix had addressed every one of his rivals as rat brain. Now, that seems sarcastic to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think you understood what yeah. was actually being said there. What do you think, uh, Ron Tomatoes? Ooh. Uh, well, since and remember in the very beginning, I noticed that Metacritic gave it an eight. So it's, it's Rotten Tomatoes is probably not far off. I'm going to say it might even be lower. It might even say like 6% or something. Three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, that, what's the lowest? I'm sure there's something lower. Uh, that's a good question. Let's see. Uh, what's the, what's lowest Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, there's, oh there's, there are some zeros. Yeah. Stand Alive, Draws the Revenge, Police Academy 4, Mac and Me, Highlander 2. Wait, Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. I love that. <laughs> That's one of my favorite Police Academies. That was the one with Bobcat Goldthwait. I mean, he's well, in, he's in a lot of them, Bobcat, but it's like, yeah. yeah. I love number four. Has a zero. percent Rotten Tomatoes. Citizens on Patrol. Uh, oh, Ballistic X versus Sever. Oh, my yeah. God. Which I think was another franchise one. Franchise yeah. films. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised. And, and we, should, we should add that to the list. Yeah, and I hate that movie. Just oh, on, it's just so on, bad. Just on the title alone. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah. J- jumping back very far to our previous episode, why was that movie called Wanted? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, it shows up one time in a newspaper where they're wanted for, like, whatever car chase, but... But oh, why is that yeah. really called wanted? Like no nothing idea. about them is no. wanted. Yeah. I, yeah, that's a good question. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Or Gotti, another Travolta, zero yeah. percent Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. Not the worst movie. Return of the Blue Lagoon. Return of the. <laughs> but these are just movies with a zero. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, that's the lowest. Mac and me. Come on. Come on. <laughs> have Paul, you seen Paul that Rudd had to have given it at least a thumbs up. <laughs> that's gotta be. It can't be zero percent. Have you seen that wheelchair go over the yeah. cliff? Another. Look who's talking now. That's uh, another, another Travolta. Travolta. Yeah. Wow. He's who? I wonder who has the most zero percent. <laughs> John Travolta. It's got staying Clearly. alive. Staying alive. Yep. Dude. How many times is Travolta on this list? That's funny. Hey, well, we got Staying Alive. We've got... Staying Alive. Um, Look, who's talking. talking now. Was he in Super Babies? Baby Geniuses 2? <laughs> I hope. No, I've not seen anything. Uh, Gotti. Gotti. So, so he's on three times. Yeah, yeah. Three zero percent movies. Uh, that's got to be a record. All right. Anything else on this piece uh, of garbage? I hate it. It's terrible. I don't ever so want to see it again. No. I, 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 you know, I, I, here. I will say this. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched it because everybody hates it. 
And now I can say I hate it for a reason. Yeah. Because I've seen it. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> I, you know, prior times, everyone always just jokes like, it's a terrible movie. And I'm like, yeah, it's terrible. But now I've seen it. And now I can say it's terrible. And I don't ever want to watch it again. Yeah. I, I hated being fake and, and hating it, but never have seen it. <laughs> now you can authentically hate exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. There's been a few movies where, like, you just know that it's bad and, and, and like, like uh, you know, uh, Godfather 3. For years and years right. and years, you'd be like, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's Godfather 3. It sucks. And then you watch it and you're like, okay, that's why it sucks. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us on this episode. For more podcasts like this, check out everything over at neozaz.com. You can find us at Sequel Harder on Facebook and Twitter, and you can email us at sequelharder at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. And uh, we'll see you on the next. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> you, you fumbled over we a gotta, bunch gotta, of that. You gotta, you gotta look at that. <clears throat>